0: that you fuck pretty much you did even gotta ask him shit nigga ask you that's what i'm saying like niggas don't leave like no little razzle dazzle there's only one potential that like you know how to leave a little razzle dazzle which i commend.
1: i told you before um it's because most most women nowadays unfortunately are impressed by status right so most n- niggas don't feel like they have to impress
0: nobody i just need people to know that stuff doesn't make you a person of substance
2: substance makes a, you. a friend of mine he told me one time he was like <clears throat> he had this concept about what women are attracted to and I found it kind of interesting cause he said women are attracted to power and I was like fuck you mean by that you know and he was like women are attracted to being able to be comfortable with the man like he has power like he has he's able to protect and provide and I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." I was like, "So, elaborate." He was like, "Uh, just being able to have a stable job, nobody's gonna just come walk up to her and do her no anything. He's able to protect his security with her, so she's more she she's able to feel more gullible with him because she know he has power. And you know, it has nothing to do with money. But I found that to be a little uh, interesting concept."
0: It's very true. I feel like I'm talking, though.
2: But... Wow, I Are mean, like you, you scared of the mic?
0: No, I mean... I ain't scared of nothing being by my mouth. But, um, I mean, it's true. Repeat that, what you said? I ain't scared of nothing being by or in my mouth, <laughs> uh, I nigga.
3: Mean,
0: what? I'm, I'm gone. But,
2: um... <laughs> I
1: wanted to make sure everybody heard.
0: They yeah, already know how I get oh, down shit. on this podcast. I ain't again. even know
2: you was recording. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... That's definitely I true. I would have dressed it up a little bit. That's
0: true, I mean, yeah, any woman won't feel secure with the man she with. but yeah, like, there's no razzle-dazzle, like.
1: You want niggas standing outside your window with a boombox? Please
0: don't do that. Please. <laughs> please. But no, Talking okay. Talking like Drake. <laughs> okay. Right? And you see, that's what I'm saying, like, all that joke, you know, is nice and all that, but it's like, one, don't be weird and don't do, first of all, I'm a grown woman and you're a grown man. If we're interested in each other. We're interested in enough to the point that we think this will eventually lead to sex. Right. We're grown. Right. So with that being said, your dick don't just need to be in my DM. <laughs> right. If so, can you season it first? Like, can you prep the dick before you just put it in my DMs? <laughs> like, don't just be like, need that. Oh, I'm saying I'm trying to... I know what you're trying to do, like... But can you, like, can you, can the introduction be a little bit better? Can I get, like, a commercial first? Because what if I go see this movie and it's trash? Like, make me at least want to see it. So they got one little potential. He's, he, like, corny, but I'm, like, okay, it's different. So, like your postal or something he'll probably send like a little emoji reaction and of course i'm a bitch so i'm gonna be like oh that's cute let me send like a little kissy face back you did, <laughs> and i'm i know i'm a little yeah but yeah like so i'm gonna be like okay this was cute i sent a response little kissy face or whatever nigga leave my duck ass on red i'm like touche bitch Make me you little razzle dazzle instead of just being like I'm saying when I could yeah.
2: It's a little chase.
0: Thank you. Niggas just be like what you doing tomorrow, let me bring you over. I'm like, sir.
2: (laughs) Niggas really do that?
0: Oh my gosh, yes.
2: I ain't never been like Niggas
0: are out of pocket. Corny
2: ass nigga like uh That
0: ain't even corny, that's disrespectful.
2: But like I ain't never been Niggas I'm not gonna gross. slide in your DMs without confirmation that you want me there. Right. First of all, exactly. Like, you have to read the. rules. that's what I'm yeah. saying, Chase. There's like, a uh, there's yeah. a little there's a little like I guess etiquette to the sliding in the DMs part. Like
0: you would be surprised. And would... then
2: when when I slide, like I know I'm supposed to be there, so it's basically <laughs> like. I'm not, I will 100%
1: understand Because I'm not a
2: Now
0: look player. I'm not like the cutest yeah. person in the world But I'm not ugly So okay I can get like 7 DMs 5 of them DMs gonna be out of pocket And that's very sad Damn, that's that's, a, that's a very terrible sad. Ratio. Exactly. Out, exactly. No, it'll be like Yo, I, up. I have opened my eyes to just videos of penises. <laughs> just... And I'm just like, Well, god damn. Oh, it's it's funny. Well, it's not funny. It's, exa- it's funny, but it's not funny. And that's when I texted you and I was like, niggas don't even give you anything to respect Hold on, hold on. Question. Tell me what you're thinking about
2: me. Have you ever, have <laughs> you, you ever you? been attracted to one of them? Like, have you ever responded to one with some hard eyes? No. Okay. Uh, that <laughs> I, was like, just a hypothetical. Like it, I thought and it, and would be I know funny. people
0: probably be like, "Well, oh, she lying." But no, I'm not gonna like respond to a penis with an emoji. I'm gonna be like, "Oh, good morning," like you I'm, know. I've
1: gotten um. But okay, so but, uh, fuck. Uh. <laughs> I have sent my penis in a DM <laughs> upon request. Okay, <laughs> <it's> different. <laughs> was, right, yeah, right. Right. that's different. All right, that's different. Yeah, it was never like awesome, like, hey, what's good with it? I if, never, i If we've I'm been not...
0: dosing, and we, you've gotten to the point of feeling comfortable enough to send your dick in my DMs, can you say good morning first? I don't wanna just
2: wake up. I don't wanna just I'm not I ain't I don't leave I don't leave no paper trail. Nudes is me. a
0: little out of pocket. I don't leave no are. paper
2: trail. So here's the thing. I
1: don't do nudes because I have very distinct tattoos. Yeah. Uh Straight but I was in a video Same. of like yeah, I was in a video of just that area. Like 100%, but yeah, I don't do the full grown nudes.
0: I don't think men realize that the chase is just as good for them as it is for the woman because the more you have the woman on like the fishing pole, once you catch her and you like, I don't know if you've been fishing. I don't know, you look like a nigga that don't fish. Wow, but, I grew up fishing. Thank you okay, I see, congratulations. I, fish. I grew up. So, you know, like, you, I grew some you some fish know you, today. The, the disrespect t- from this one. Oh, group. I'm sorry. But you know, you toss that little bitch out there and you get a catch and then you rail it in, then you let it go a little bit, then you rail that horn, then you let it go a little bit, then you rail that bitch and then you rail it. The fucking Like niggas go fishing. That
2: was very long-winded. Like it was. Uh, but still. I'm speaking like, on behalf of the last of a dying breed of real niggas, chivalry <laughs> is not dead. It is not, will never die. it is not. And I wish that motherfucker just stopped the It me. will
0: never fucking die. Like women like being courted. Women yeah. like like, ooh girl, like But we we
1: are in a new generation where I feel like the conversation has to be had that men also enjoy being courted. It all all depends on the relationship But most women not checking for this shit They don't feel like they're Mm, up for As much as a dude should be chasing a a woman The woman should also be chasing a man Yeah, it should definitely
0: be reciprocated energy I think it all depends on who creates the introduction And how it starts Oh, this is true That's what I'm saying Like, okay, you just threw your dick in my DMs Okay, so what do I have to look for? Yeah, like, what do I have to look (laughs) forward to? And if I'm a woman that accepts that Right Then this is the substance. This is what y'all started this off of. And that's why I'm like, you know, a person of substance is more than like your shit that you have and your penis, it's more than your penis and your picture. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to Project Paragon. That's uh, how
2: niggas in the military be feeling. Like, bitch, you sold your soul for a Camaro.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
1: 100%. Them niggas be the main niggas. And then why is that up. always the car? It's either a Challenger or a Camaro. Yeah. Wow.
2: Or Challenger.
1: You know, we, we always do this. Let's. St- we need to start with the intro welcome from to now Project on. Paragon. Okay. Welcome back to Project Paragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host. Ronnie. What well, substance is sexy? Oh, There we go. <laughs> Tagline. Put the drops in there. <laughs> <laughs> this Wild is Project Paragon. If this is your first time listening, this is the podcast where we do believe mental health is wealth and all business is our business from every small business, from show business to home business and everything <laughs> in between. I'm your host, Ronnie, aka Monster in a Shirt, aka Cocoa Butter God, aka your bitch's bestie aka ghetto gordon aka captain hook aka is that goku black notice black goku aka mr this dick ain't free and with me as always my lovely co-host
0: hey y'all baby beulah in the building some of y'all know me as racy aka project aka the project princess aka Cherokee cheeks aka Bugs Honey, aka the ghetto Family's princess two snaps aka little jiggle hey y'all what's up
1: Mm -hmm. And y'all know y'all heard a third voice this week So, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself And then I'm gonna tell you what I've been introducing you as for the past week
2: (laughs) Man, my name is Dennis, aka D Good Barber And I don't got all them fancy tags like that I just go by two names So, I mean, you can either call me that or your highness
1: Oh, wow right, straight to it when I've been telling people all week, people ask me, like, oh, we having a podcast this week. I was like, oh, it's uh, Dennis, we went to high school together. he's a, he's a barber, slash, uh, tr- financial trader, slash photographer, slash entrepreneur, yeah, <laughs> slash gun specialist. Uh, as my dad would
2: say, uh, Jack of all trades, <laughs> right? master
1: of none. Yo, and I, I respect it, bro, that's why I, I reached out to you and I was like, I felt you were bringing nice energy to the podcast.
2: I appreciate
1: so, it, man. Welcome back, motherfuckers.
0: Hey! <laughs> this week was so long for me. Really? <laughs> Only because I was like tweaking and getting my head done over. Like, my
1: shit's Tuesday. I can't fucking wait.
2: Hey, I've been wanting to tell you women with locks is lit. Like, Thank you. That shit is fire. We appreciate I love that. women
0: with locks. Son, Saturday couldn't get here quick enough. I was just like, bro, this is the longest work week of my life. How often are you getting done right now? I mean, it's only been a month. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm probably going to just let this crown sit up here for a half minute. I don't know. It all depends on what it looks like. But it's only been a month for me. January 23rd is when I got them.
2: Who do you have?
0: uh, Leland. Leland Leon. locked by Leland on Instagram.
2: Um, I don't know her, but I'm gonna definitely going to look her up because she did a good job on your hair. It's a dude. dude. Shout a out dad. to uh her stylist. It's a dude. It's it oh. Yeah, he's it's been a, on the episode. a dude. Oh, my bad. Yeah, he's Stop. been on the
0: episode.
1: Stop yeah. playing with this man, my bad. <laughs> nah, he's, he's fucking fire. He's, he's, he's no, amazing. But thank you. He does my hair whenever you get all these fucking weird those weird-ass styles too. Yeah. And he's done my hair Tuesday. I actually got, I was searching on Google. Like, what sounds Mm -hmm. do I want to do this time? Really? Because I got to film my video.
0: Oh, yeah, it is about the time. Yeah, it's the
1: Mm -hmm. time. It's finally here. I have everything after spending so much money.
0: (laughs) It'd be like that. It'd be like that. How's your mental health? My mental health? Um, (laughs) It's better. Only because, you know, uh, what I realized is there's no point in just, like, sitting in certain situations right. and waiting for them to get better. You know, it's, it's easy to be like, change your mind, change your life. But I was just sitting there one day and I was like, um, even though like I have a mentor and I have a therapist, I don't want to always have to wait for somebody to talk to.
3: Right,
0: You, you know, f- yes. Figure it out. out. Yeah, like, you know, there'll be moments when, you know, certain things will just pop up in your head and it could kind of like fuck your day up, but it's like, "Mm, only if I really let it sometimes. So it's gotten better because I've gotten to a point where I could just be like, get your ass up and, you know, get your day started. So I would like to think that that's progress. It is. Yeah.
1: You could always reach out to me. I know you don't, you feel like you don't want to like wait on somebody and shit like that, but yeah. Bug me. I'll, uh, I'll, you know, I'll be
0: there for you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're such a good friend. I love you. I love you
1: too. All right. Now we got to interview our our guests. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, we have to do the mental health check. Hey. All right, Dennis, you want to... I
0: came, on here, came in here on a lower vibration. You did, here, you so. did.
1: So I just want to make sure you're good.
0: Thank you. I Glad to
1: hear you good. Yeah. So Thank Dennis, you. my man, you want to uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself?
2: Uh, well, I'm a barber, first of all. That's my, I guess, the hat I wear most of the days. I'm from the West Bank, Marrero. uh Went to John high school. Had a typical upbringing, you know. I wouldn't say typical, cause I definitely had a, a two parent household, and I grew up with a mom and a dad. So you know, I, I had the benefit of being raised with love. You know, not on survival so much. But what a lot of people don't know is, like, when your parents are in the military, yeah, you're a little bit better off, but. Until your parents really rank up, you're not really in the best situation. Right, like, you be could make, still be living in the hood. Right, right, right. You don't make that much money. <laughs> yeah, like, until I think, once you pass, like, E5 or something I'm about like that. I was about to was 82 and we didn't make yeah, that much Yeah, don't quote money. me on the pay grade, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, once you make it to, like, E5 and stuff like that, you you start seeing a little bit of change. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, I... uh, I got the military parents, so... That... Definitely played a part in a lot of the skills and life skills that I have, you know, and my uh, My want to do better. You right. Know.
1: felt like it impacted your drive. Definitely.
2: Yeah, definitely. My mom's still in the military, 36, 37 years, something mm. like that. Yeah. Which Shout branch? out to moms. Um, Army. Army. Wow. Yep. One of the most intense
1: guys I met when I was like, joining the Navy in high school was this dude from the army he was an army sniper and this dude was like always cracking jokes and shit like that he was always in a good mood Yeah. and one of his dude Polanco he asked him he's like he's like man why are you always cracking jokes Yo, everything's uh, fucking funny to you <clears throat> and this is the only time I saw this dude get serious and he was like imagine seeing somebody's head explode as a bullet went through
2: it Okay. I always said if I went uh that I would have wanted to be like elite. I didn't. I wouldn't want to go to the military because I that actually started my barbering career. I went and took the ASVAP. I scored a seventy on it. I was about to go to the Air Force and do logistics, but something just told me to go another route, and I started cutting hair. Like I went and took the physical. Went to Meps. Went through all that bullshit. Got my blood drug my blood drawn. Everything, like, only thing I had to do was sign in. I mean, swearing, but the day I was supposed to swear in, I, I went to barber school, and it's been, the sky's been the limit since that though.
1: That's fucking Aww. awesome, man. Yeah, like, I don't, I can't
2: really tell you what made me not go, because, like, I scored a 70. They was Gross. calling me, like, come on, niggas, like, <laughs> <Get I'm laughs> yeah, I like, like we got a bonus for a, you 60. and everything, like, I scored a 61, I was kind of average. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and like the crazy thing was I didn't even try And I'm not even like Trying to stun it. Like I I really was not in there trying But I, so I you did you was gonna be like An
0: astronaut or some shit
2: This music is gonna be like If I feel like if I would've tried I probably would've scored Like super high
1: But like My friend Jen got a fucking 99 She's a fucking genius Yeah I She's a got fucking people genius I probably would've been In uh, the high 80s Like hmm? What this do um, I'm so I have no idea. But I know she was like a fucking petty officer right out of high school.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's
1: how high she scored. She, she got every scholarship yeah. in the so world. So
0: what exactly is
1: this test? Because I don't know. ASRAP is, um, yeah. I don't know what it all stands for. But it's, yeah, it's pretty like much like just like a something. Yeah, it's just pretty much a test to see how smart you are. Just it's like, like a assessment military. test. Yeah, oh, it's okay. pretty much everything you learned in high school, if I'm being honest
2: with you. Mm-hmm. And There's some not.
1: Yeah, I had the benefit of taking it while I was in high school. So oh, it was... Kind of easy. I didn't take it that serious either. I knew what I wanted to be. I knew I wanted to be a master in arms. I knew I wanted to be a cop because they have the best stations. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I would say, fuck it. I <laughs> never wanted
2: to be a cop, though. Not, not even on the stigma, of, uh, like the black people being snitches and shit with cops. Like I mean, that's a hard a ass some, fucking job. Not in sure. a
1: civilian. Being a being a military police is It's ten thousand per, percent different. Like yeah. it's so different. You're policing the military motherfuckers. It's like a bunch of drunk assholes. Like, you know. Oh, I
2: know. I used to work on the base though and Bell Chase. Like it's I worked on that for a few years.
1: You're a fire ass you're a fucking you're a fire ass barber. When every it. time somebody's sitting looking for a barber, like, oh, you mind, you mind driving to the West Bank? And I, I always. Oh,
2: well, people from the East Bank be acting like that shit is that far. It's really not far. So and it's like 12 minutes from the Superdome.
1: I'll be catching Ubers to the barbershop. That's why I this last year. It's really not that far.
2: I, I come to the East Bank almost every day for lunch. If I don't meal prep yeah, And then you go to Parkway It's right down the street Yeah That's <laughs> one of my favorite spots I hope they don't Never say nothing racist Cause oh, I would hate man. To not go to Parkway the Parkway's yeah.
1: uh, Shrimp po' boy Is fucking fire Fire That shrimp po' boy Is fire I'm Best po' boy in the city yeah. I never
2: heard of it You never heard of it? Mm-mm. They close at like Four o'clock now
1: Oh cause
2: it fucking Cause cold Yeah
1: oh, wow. But we are back to like 75% of the city And people are out Yeah Motherfucker There was so much
0: traffic Like coming into the city. Yeah. and I was like, why wow, people driving like dicks? People are, <laughs> people are living their lives. There was so much traffic. Yesterday and today, and I'm like, where the hell is everybody going? I'm like, what is going on? i would
2: be at home.
0: I went to wrong iron. Right down yeah. there. Yeah, it was cool. That was my first time going. I was drinking a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, well,
2: I've kind of backpedaled backpedal my drinking, but I think it's because it was a social setting. Like, I'm like one of them people. Two drinks and I'm lit. Like, I don't, I don't, really? you that much of a lightweight? Yes. Uh, like, I remember one time I was in Dallas at this party, and we had like eight. I had like eight shots of Hennessy, and the last shot was a shot of Jaeger. Next thing you know, the room was spinning. Did you That's say aggressive. eight shots
1: of Hennessy? That's
0: yeah, aggressive. It right. should have been Why? spinning before
2: that. Because my significant other. Was like, it
1: like consecutive?
2: Yeah, it was my birthday. So, like, she had thrown me a party. And, I would never. Man, like, that was my first and last time ever getting drunk. That might have been like four years ago. I'm so you 29. went in
1: there trying to destroy your life?
2: No, I didn't.
0: She couldn't give you, like, a shot at the top of every hour. You just reality? Yeah, it time. was, like, that's
2: what it was. It was, like, oh, okay. all throughout the night, but, like, oh, by, like, 1, 2 o'clock, the room's spinning. I filled up a whole garbage bag. That's <laughs> aggressive. It was lit. But, yeah, I don't
0: know the last time I drank like that. Like, yesterday, I had two drinks, something called the Pussy Footer. It was cute, and it had champagne, and so I was like, I'll take it. Wasn't drunk. Shot it down. Julio wasn't drunk. Um, So I was like, let me get... Crown apple and rum mixed Ugh, together, damn. and then I was finding so it. aggressive! Man. When I know I want to like, you be want drunk, to get drunk. I'm like, you made
2: the best way you ate text win. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, I drank that and then they wanted to do
0: lemon drop shots. That's good. So,
2: gross. what is lemon drop shots? Lemon drop shots it's is
1: usually kettle citron, uh a sugar, rum, a little lemon juice. Sweet and
0: sour. Yes. Yeah. So wow. I was just drinking all colors yesterday, like
1: um... I hate the and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a shot. It's like an actual shot. I mean, yeah, like,
0: like lemon drop martinis. Just, I mean, yeah, uh, if you, if if a routine, you just Do
1: a shot.
2: Yeah. I'm not much of a drinker. When I do drink, it's either Crown Apple on ice, or if I get a mixed drink, it'll be a Patron Margarita. I'm this, flame battery, real so. <laughs> huh?
0: this flame is huh? This in this candle is dancing. Like, it is. It's pretty, right? Yeah, but yeah, I wanted to like get drunk. It's been a long time since I drank like that.
2: I became see for me um, to get drunk. Like I gotta be preparing for this. Like I gotta tell myself the whole week before. Like and that really was an impulse drunk that outing. Day. That this was imp- that was definitely an impulse. For outing. Real? It was
0: like yeah, I won't go out. And I was just like, yeah, I guess. And I was just
2: like Like for my tricks. birthday It's December the 31st I gotta hey. tell myself I gotta tell myself oh. On December the 25th I'm gonna December get drunk December, December the 31st <laughs> Oh shout out To a Capricorn <laughs> yeah. I, I was that was the reason Capricorn. We connected yeah. Yeah. Feel the energy Fuck the
1: Capricorn I don't know anything About Capricorn
0: I don't know, Capricorn. know nothing About a Capricorn Other than the fact That I'm stubborn I like things to be In order Facts. And I'm definitely Like a mommy
2: but like that astrology thing, like people really think that they live by that stuff, and like I do believe certain characteristics do carry over, you know, between each other. You but wanna,
1: you want to get into that
0: topic. But of I'm not or one of them people.
2: Topic first. I'm, I'm not get, one of them people that think that just because I'm a Capricorn, I'm this. Right. Like, okay. Right.
0: I don't know how people be like, oh, when your birthday May 13. They be like, oh, oh you a Pisces. Like I'm that. like, how do you even know like when these? Right. Zodiac's fall. I just know mine and I know, like,
2: yeah, they got the people that be like, Do you know your birth time, your sunrise? I know know my birth. birth I don't know what any of that is. Like,
0: I have my birth chart because you know it was like a thing. Like, everybody figure out your little birth chart. I have my, I have no idea what the hell. Yeah, I I I know my
2: time, I know all that shit. I've never wanted to be that concerned with that strategy. Um, yes.
1: Yeah, okay, like, so we're gonna okay. I guess we'll just talk about that too, because as you can see on the chalk boy. I like
3: you. So about?
1: I wanna talk about as a challenge in a religion. I feel like uh Okay, so I hope not that'd
0: be a little weird. But
1: think about it. Okay, so our generation was oh the first God, so I was talking about it.
0: Frank Ocean like yesterday. I was like, I wonder what he's doing, like what he worked. <laughs> for locker, he probably um, writes. I'm sure he writes for everybody. But I was just
1: uh, talking to Dennis about it. So <clears throat> the concept of religion was created because everybody needs something to believe in, right? Mm-hmm. It gives everybody the a drive to live everyday life to keep moving forward. So our generation was the first to completely abandon religion. Our parents, like pseudo, especially in the black culture, most of our parents like fake religious, right? It's like, oh no. You grew up in like a really religious household, right? I don't know what
0: fake religion is. Right, you really or. my
1: like my mom. <laughs> my mom only went to church growing up. My mom only went to church on like uh, Easter, Monday. and we prayed. We prayed on New Year's. That's it. That was mm-hmm. the only time my mom went to church. I myself, as a teenager, you know, found religion. I went to a church youth group every fucking Wednesday. You know, I fasted. I fucking um, no secular music. I was. Uh, bitch but, but you know i was
2: that <laughs> boy I smoked weed in
1: his life changed. <laughs> but i didn't smoking till i was 24. you
0: think that's intense True, the way i grew up was way more intense than ryan and it's not like my people had us like kneeling in a corner reading the bible nothing like that but they they pretty much did but i'm sure pretty much me. i mean my dad was a you know gangster term preacher Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but but in the, you know, most respectful way, I guess, because, like, when he did come into Christianity, it was, it's, it's real. Like, yeah. it's real for my dad, like, right. since, I mean...
2: That probably yeah. saved his life. It right. did,
0: it definitely did, because, I mean, he ain't, like, you know... Stanley Tookie Williams and nothing like that, but like, right. you know, he was, in the sh- yeah, he was in the street. So he says it all the time that it definitely saved his life. Cause all you got to do is put him in the right situation and he going, yeah. yeah, I'm
2: all oh, for yeah. like, whatever religion you choose, you want to be like, whatever makes you a better person, go for it. Like, right. cause like, there's a lot of stigmas on religion just in general, like, and to be blatantly honest, Christians are some of the most violent people that I've met, and mm-hmm. they be talking about Muslims and most Muslim people that I personally know are be, kind uh, be peaceful. very peaceful. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't want the drama. Christianity is you know? started. But a lot of Christians wars. that I know personally and just throughout statistically proven right. have been some of the most violent people. Like a lot of people create uh, commit crimes in the name of Christianity. Yeah. Even back down to the, the what you, you call the, the medieval days, yeah like, that, yeah, like like that's in the name of against, Christianity.
1: A lot of hate crimes against LGBTQIA community. It's like based in Christianity, like you're against the Bible, right? Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. On that stupid shit, right?
2: But I definitely believe that religion is real, but I don't believe religion is what it was intended to be. Like whoever, like God is per se real you know mm-hmm. there is a higher power I don't think it was what it was intended to be because there's even books out the bible that are missing so like you know the Apocryphy.
1: I have uh, I have heard the opinion that religion was created to control slaves
2: it's mass population control
1: that sure. as, sure. as someone who grew up in a hell of a religious household how do you feel about that
0: I mean, I agree, uh, because, I mean, if you trace it back historically, of course, if you're African-American, you know white Jesus. Well, I'm not not just going to generalize and be like, every African-American knows white Jesus. A lot of us were raised on white Jesus. And it's kind of weird, because if you're African-American and you don't know your ancestry, You're probably a flat-out Christian, Baptist, Kojig, Mm -hmm. something like that. However, if you are a person that has tapped into, like, your ancestry and your spirituality, what they believe in is completely different from just flat-out Christianity. Like, you know, your ancestors guiding you, spirit guiding you. Like, Mm -hmm. it's more of, like, where you originally come from, the God within you you god created man if that's what you believe so the god that god has put in you and in your people so if you're a black person in america and you have you know tapped into that that's a different side. so black people um if you grew up in i'm sorry if you grew up in church more than likely it was raised on white jesus and it's the same thing it's controlling Mm -hmm. especially in the black church because it's like you can't do this. You can't do that. Right. And we do it to our own people. Right. So I can definitely see it as, I mean, I believe that as a way of controlling slaves. Because they took us from our native land and they bought us somewhere else. And Gave they taught religion. us something new. They taught us a new language. They taught us how to live. They t- Like, they took what our, what our blueprint was and they reprogrammed us.
2: For black people, our whole identity is of our oppression. Right?
0: Exactly, yes.
2: Like that whole uh, light skin thing comes from the and shit. Right, if it's white
1: is right, but you gotta think about it. That the the opinion that white is right doesn't only impact the black community; it impacts near every community in the world, Mm -hmm. bro. Like everybody want to
2: assimilate their culture.
1: Exactly, even in China, bro. Like if your eyes are more round, Mm -hmm. like uh, how the more more fair your skin is, they want to be as white as the moon.
2: But it's it's. The crazy thing was, I never woke up and wanted to be white. Never. But I did want to experience, like, one day, just one day out of my life, what it would be like to wake up a white person. I asked my mama that
0: question. I was like, what do white people do when they go home? Like, what do they do? Like, you they know, like how we sit, sit around and do. we talk about Martin and we talk about uh, the Fresh Prince. Like, what were like their nostalgic? Seinfeld, shows? I just want to see what I could Frasier. get away
2: with, just knowing that, like, if I could keep you my You can't tell me the middle aged white people was that funny that, like, 25
0: year Caucasian people are like, oh my god, that was so funny. Have you ever watched Frasier? I have. Fraser's fucking hilarious. That's I weird. I mean, that. you know, they do say
2: there's like white people funny and black people funny. Yeah, it's you know, just all coach. about what you relate, relate, to. I guess. Yeah, I like, like Napoleon Dynamite is white people funny, but that shit is hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. Knocked up is white people funny. That's yeah, fucking hilarious. Super bad. Uh, but I mean, like you know, more. Of a, I have never seen that. Wow,
0: this is the end. It's fucking. I know
1: hilarious. what it is. I've just never
0: seen it. Um,
1: like, without a paddle, you're literally the person who argues in defense of fucking white rom-coms and you don't, Where are you, going with this? you don't know like more like white comedies like you don't I do. appreciate that
0: i do but i'm talking about like more nostalgic like young i'm 25 right so of course when i was like younger when i was like eight i'm watching martin and shit so what were eight year old white kids watching is what i'm asking <laughs> Yeah, I don't know exactly, so that's why I was like, "What do white people do when they go home?" I didn't
2: have my first white friend till like high school. Exactly, and back
1: in the day, there was I'm Spin like... City, Dharma and Greg, there was Felicity. Um, when we were like teenagers, there was what I like about you. See the
0: ones I, I that, grew that your name, the ones so... that you name like the younger like Dharma and whatever. I've never heard of really. I've never heard Will and of Grace. That. I mean, I know what Will and Grace Reba. is. I know what Reba is. But, like that's what I'm saying like I just wonder what do I people do when they go home? Saved by the bell.
1: The same thing we do. They're fucking they're dirty. what I
3: mean, the I mean, fuck? Literally. <laughs> anyway, I So we were whole
1: talking about uh, religion as a whole. So I was talking about it's a struggle in the religion, right? So our generation, they we just literally sat here and completely took apart religion, right? So even with that, do you guys still are you, would you say you're a Is Christian? Is there
0: even? Yeah. I mean, I you're guess you're Christian? If,
2: yeah. Yeah, but uh, I I can't lie. Like over the last few years, I've been wanting to open up different religion, uh, the per se Bible. Like I wanted to open up the Quran and just read it. You know, like, whatever Hinduism practice, I want to just read it. Like
1: okay, so here's the thing. I have a Zen circle on my ribs. Uh uh-huh. Uh, so when I was separated from the military and I was twenty years old, I literally questioned everything in I was like, what the fuck is going on? I thought, this is my path. What the fuck? You know, God, what's happening? Um, So I started exploring Buddhism, Hinduism, like, different shit like that. And that's when my little super religious phase, like, after my teenage years kind of ended. Because I, I, I'm not going to say, like, I abandoned, like, I guess you can't say I abandoned, like, organized religion. But I, I do still believe in, like, a higher power. If you want to call Same. it God, so be it. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, Cause, but when
1: people ask me, I do say like, "Oh, just say I'm
2: Buddhist." Man, the thing is, like certain things in life happen that you can't, uh, you can't give credit to nothing but a higher power, like your God, you know, whatever your God is. Because certain things, like you could have, you could have easily been. Oh, I've been in situations where I could have literally died, like, and a gut feeling told me go go the other way like there was one night on bourbon me and my cousins was out there this probably was the last time i was on bourbon might have been 20 years old there was like 30 something people got shot it was all over the news and i was standing on the corner and i was like come on son let's go me and my two cousins walked off and i'm literally the second when i hit the corner a bullet fly past like right behind right when i was passed off like and I was like, let's go, you know, and like, right, I heard it whistle. Next thing you know, everybody running and all them people got shot. And I could have been right there had I said a few seconds later. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like,
1: you know what's crazy? I, uh, my, <laughs> my most religious time in my life was, I was like maybe seven, eight <clears throat> years old. I think I've told you this story before. So we used to have popcorn pickle day in my school uh, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, my senior elementary. So my mom had her money like stuffed on her dresser, and it was like Clevlo dollar playing on the TV. You know what I used to be on, like thirty <laughs> yeah. eight. This years nigga boy.
2: asking for a jet. <laughs> right. So,
1: <laughs> so she has like uh like a, a bunch of wands like tucked on her dresser. So she told me to get something out of her room, and I'm getting ready for school. So I went to go grab it. And I'm, like, grabbing $2, like, sneaking out of it. And, bro, I shit you not, all I hear is a voice in my head saying, Wake up! And someone <laughs> told me, like, what the fuck are you doing stealing from your mom? Yeah. And I was, like, who the fuck? Am, who, who, who but God, right? Like, yeah. who the fuck's going to scream, wake up? Yeah. I'm a voice ain't deep. Like, I, yeah, I
0: mean, of course, I've had a lot of, like, experiences with God and growing up in church and, like, you know, you see things happening, you see things happening not only for you, but for certain people. But um, now that I'm older and I've lived my entire life in church and the people that you know were your teachers are now becoming human to you, like they're just people Mm -hmm. too. It's it's, it's not funny because it's just not what people go through in life, but it's kind of like, dang, you told me not to do something and you didn't. Yeah, you are doing. And it's like, you know, as I got older, I was just like at the end of the day, people are people. I mean, religion is definitely man made, however the higher power, whatever it is that's out there. That's I mean what I believe to be real. So, um, being older now, I kinda as like, you know, I started I don't know. As I got older, I'm just really I, I have an open mind to pretty much anything. So, um, as a, like, small percentage of Hollywood started coming into their blackness and putting it on big screens, it kind of made me think a little bit. Perfect example would be Beyoncé. And the reason why I chose her is because, of course, you know, people's like, oh my god, Illuminati, and then she did Lemonade, and then she did Black is King, and people like, oh my god, look at all this black magic. And it's kind of like... I saw someone that
1: posted, it was like, oh, uh, demonic, this thing. Yeah, and I different?
0: was like, why is it when black people find, you know, their ancestry or their spirit, uh, God or whatever it is you wanna call it, whatever, you know, their Ancestors in their family, you know, <laughs> taught like the right. things yeah. that they taught. Their the teachings, religion yeah. right? They're oh, yeah. they're you know you teachers, up, and man. we put our blackness on a big screen. It's automatically demonized, and it's sad to see that black people do it. And it's just like we just don't know.
2: Man, waking I, up has to be like one of the the hardest experiences in life. Like when you start finding out your real history and yeah. stuff like that. Like you experience uh, One of my partners told me this, this term It was called uh, cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. Where when When something is If somebody told you the sky was green But you've been taught the sky was blue your whole life Like you experience mm-hmm. a cognitive dissonance You're like hold on no that, that don't. So when you find out like Like Certain stuff like the picture of Jesus Is fake like the white Jesus picture That you see in church is fake Like you like you've been taught this your whole life.
1: Jesus is from fucking Jerusalem,
2: right? Middle East. Yes. There's no possible way he could have been brown. that skin tone. Yeah. Like, like, right. There's no the geographically where they would place that. There's no possible way Jesus could have survived if he looked like the person that they got on that right. picture. He
1: would have melted. But outside, okay, outside of that, being that the Bible was man-written,
0: like When you, I mean, I I don't know where you was going with that, but for some reason it just popped in my head how you're asking like if astrology is the new religion. I don't really think, I mean, I guess it's because I'm a woke individual now, but I feel like religion, I mean, I know it exists, but because it's man-made, I feel like it doesn't exist. Religion. if that makes sense yeah like mm-hmm. because how religion you definitely i exist. mean like how, yeah like i understand that it exists but how you're asking like when i say it's
1: like it's a new religion it's like an air force, right it's yeah. like almost like a guiding principle right because you hear it people fits. like they are uh, oh uh i've read my horoscope to avoid right, this right, you know right, they, right. Are, yeah. they my avoid the horoscope exactly but, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, but, but it's a it's lot of people will compare it's the exact same and, thing and that's why i'm saying
0: and that's why I'm like, religion, low-key, is the dumbest thing ever. Because you can believe <laughs> it's in so anything. I think, uh... exactly so, when, so if you were to call it a new religion, that's why I'm like, religion technically doesn't exist. It's somebody somebody just woke up and was like, we're going to believe in this straw. It's just like in the Bible when people made false gods. Man. Like, you just believe in anything. So for me, as a person that is woke, I kind of just got to the point where I'm just like...
1: I believe in my fucking self.
0: That's what I was about I to say. I believe in love. I, I will never, I believe love in love. Love is always the way. Right. But to I love it all together, love. I'm not a person, I will never like, Mike know, be like, you know. I feel like, <laughs> For real. I believe the, believe the God in myself. I believe in Facts. the God in myself because if you live with a pure heart, if you live intentional, Facts. the universe will give you what's supposed to be yours. You have to be the person you're supposed to be to get what it's supposed to be for you
2: yeah I definitely think that my success story is not gonna be accredited to stepping on somebody's toes like I'm not I'm not like getting this. over on nobody exactly. to get where I gotta go bro like, you'll
0: be amazed at how fast things can happen for you when you live the life you're supposed to live yeah and that's why I kind of like earlier when you, when you asked me about my mental health when I woke up and I was just like when I turned 25 I was like Every day of twenty five gonna be a good day. I know it's gonna be moments where I'm not twenty-five. <laughs> I Man, was we're, like we're not
1: old, bro.
2: <laughs> we not. We not but those were I can't lie, those were my better days. Like if I knew what I know now Like as far as investing, I touched a lot of money. Like I've touched a lot of money over the years, and if I knew what I know now, I would've invested all of that shit. I wouldn't have blew it on half of the shit that I blew it on. It'd be like that. Oh, ten thousand percent. But I'm sorry. But um. Oh, sorry. I just
1: oh no, y'all
0: super straight. I just woke up when I was twenty five, and I was like, I want every day of twenty five to be a good day. I know it's gonna be some bad moments. I know it's gonna be like moments I don't like. But if I live with a pure heart and I live intentional and I live that day the way I was supposed to live it, it's a good day. Speak that and into existence. It's crazy how when I decided to do that, how fast like things that would have bothered me didn't bother me no more. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you gotta live intentional with a pure heart and believe in a God in yourself. Like you can change any circumstance you want to change.
1: I uh one hundred percent believe in that you have to believe in something but it's funny that you mentioned that i was watching this video last night and it was saying about the difference between living in a state of survival or a state of creation Mm -hmm. so it's like in a state of survival it's pretty much just like oh people get addicted to these unsatisfactory factors in their lives right that toxic relationship that um that bad job that they hate, you know, that, that stupid route that they take to traffic, and this, that, yeah. and the third, because it releases a certain hormone that um, stimulates your fight or flight, you know, reactions or whatever, and some people really do get addicted to that shit, that's why they always make excuses to say that shit, right, that's why people are so addicted to pretty much complaining, mm. everybody exists in the realm of complaining, well, not everybody, most people, but... Or he was saying how you can also switch your fucking mind. It was uh, it actually plays into with cognitive business it's and cognitive behavior therapy when it comes to like uh bipolar disorder, um, borderline personality disorder, depression, anxiety, uh cognitive behavior therapy, you pretty much positive affirmations. You're constantly thinking about instead of thinking about uh, the time and, you know, your body and mm-hmm. like the the point of where you're trying to go, just like live in reality, live in a broad spectrum.
2: Man. You gotta embrace the struggle, man. And
1: it's a beautiful right. fucking struggle. When we you do. actually embrace the struggle when you stop comparing yourself to when you stop. And it's so cliche, right? When you stop comparing where you are to where you want to be, like you really, That's man, you
0: miss the journey because you so you already at the finish line and you're missing the journey. You're yeah. li- you're missing like things that you could be learning, things you could be embracing, things That's you fat. could be enjoying. Uh-huh. You you don't even see the blessing in the journey. Yeah. You're just trying to get to the finish line so fast to catch up with other people. That's why I mean. And people wonder why when they get that they're not satisfied. But that's
1: why people start scamming and shit. I, I believe people yeah. are
0: scamming at life. Like Man. you're not living intentional. You only get one. It's not a dress rehearsal. So. I like, believe
2: you know? music is definitely like that. Shit is. We live with music, bro, because Big Sean have, like, I live by a lot of quotes that I hear in music. Like, Big Sean had that quote, he said, everything you had was everything you missing. Like, the whole time, I remember when I was first starting to cut hair, I used to compare my, my work to other barbers and stuff like that, how good I wanted to be. But then when I stopped paying attention to that shit, I stopped wanting to go to barber battles and stuff like that and just started focusing on my own pockets and my craft. Man, everything started working out. I got way better. I got the clientele that I wanted. It took a long time. Like a lot of people be fresh out of barber school and think that they just gonna be flooded with money and stuff like that. Unless you're a popular person, you're gonna you're gonna be struggling for like the first two years.
1: Yeah, that's what everything. Yeah, it's, it's gonna about it's gonna
2: take you a minute to yep. get to where you wanna go. And you gotta embrace that struggle, man. Like it don't come overnight.
1: Nobody Nobody wants that. That's why people out here fucking thinking, oh, fuck, these waist trainers work. Man, that shit fake. These waist trainers, these women go get DBLs
2: and then come back and sell you a detox tea.
1: 10,000%. And you know what? And I tell people, uh, I have a friend of mine, she believes in that shit wholeheartedly. And for the longest time, I just stayed fucking quiet. Because, so growing up, I just was always called a know it all. And as a kid, like you hide it, like but that shit always bothered me, and I'm like, no, I'm not a know-it-all because there's a lot of stuff I will probably admit that I don't know. No,
2: but see, I do know a lot. <laughs> see, you gotta hit people with this when people tell you that they uh that you think you know it all. Tell them no. You think I'm a know-it-all. You think I know everything. Obviously, because I don't think I know everything. You're the one who who that confident in my ability to of knowledge. That you think I know everything since I'm so fucking smart.
1: <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> big facts, but because so, I get
2: told that shit, like I'm that partner when niggas in the group takes bullshit, and I'm like, man, what stocks y'all invested in today? Here they go. oh, I hear this nigga go. Like,
1: i decided to let people uh, live their lives. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like like if if something doesn't like directly affect me. I'm, I've decided not to comment. I've decided just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. Yeah. But like with my friend, <clears throat> she lost a shit ton of weight after she had a baby, and I like I applauded her. And she just every time somebody asked her like how she did it, she always like said something about her waist trainer. You know, we've been in lockdown since so like last year, and she you know she gained a little weight. Blah blah blah. She's you know I'm like oh you got on your waist trainer today, friend. She's like yeah I've got it for my workout and shit. And like one day something just over till I was like friend they don't work. Yeah. <laughs> like, <clears throat> if you got, like, a, a full-blown... what's kind of like supposed a, to make you sweat, huh? <clears throat> yeah, so it's, like, uh, you can... It's, like, sweatbands and water, also waist trans, right. which is weird. So, a lot of women think that shit really works. But, so, unless you get one that, like, legitimately... You can a, okay. adjust and squeeze your rib cage and shit. Yeah. And, like, adjust... Uh, your internal organs. I would never do that shit. But that's that's what these waist trainers are designed to emulate, and it, it because it's squeezing when they're working out. Women really think they're slimming their waist. You're not. If you're not built like that, you're just not built like that. So
2: you can just work out and have surgery, man. No, I mean yeah. if that's if that's what you choose, if you that's do, what you choose, because, I was, uh, like I I wasn't like the the. The most lean dude ever. I last year I finally got serious about working out, and shout out to my trainer, Bodies by Phil, man. My dude really helped change like my whole mentality on what health and fitness is. And I said before I go have some type of light or some dumbass shit like that, I'll give working out a shot. And like, it's addictive, huh? Yeah, it really is. Like I started seeing my body changing, like stomach getting flatter everything's starting to look, and you actually feel better when you start, like, when you did it the natural way. These people go have surgery and don't change their eating habits, and when you healing, you still eating bad, so you taking away all of the work that you just went and got cut off. I hate how
0: everybody's so obsessed with perfection now. Yeah. Like, you got people, like, people young. Not awesome. you everyone. You got to think about a lot of people. Not everyone, of course not. Up. But, like, you got young people really out here, like, Getting
2: cosmetic surgery, and
0: I'm just like, damn. Yeah. Like, damn. Is it worth okay? <laughs> Are mean, you really going
2: into debt for that
0: too? Um, I unless mean, unless your parents people, are rich. I
1: about to say most people. I I do know somebody who's about to get a BBL, but
2: I don't know. And I'm, I'm whatever make you happy. Yeah, absolutely. If it's safe, go for it, man. Whatever
0: makes you happy. But like I was if saying, like when did people option? get so obsessed with perfection, I'm saying that because like Always. I mean but obsessed with it. Like, okay, so the chick who did the little gorilla moose situation. Mm-hmm. Tripping. She um <laughs> she wanted to go get her body done. She wanted to get her breast done in the BBL. And She's a mature woman She's not like old But she's, she's, she's grown She not really need that though Exactly She don't really need it But it's like At 40 years old Like the things around you Have influenced you so much And I know age don't really mean Nothing Anything can influence you At any time But it's like You don't live your whole life With this body And it's like yeah. Damn You just had gorilla glue On your head You don't think You tied us in The doctor's
2: office Like She could've just Worked that out But it's crazy because when she went to
0: get, like, whatever it's called, her little prep appointment or her screening or whatever, the doctor found lumps in her breasts. Got those removed and, like, they about to test them for cancer or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you got people that's really young that's getting these surgeries done on their body. And then you got people that's, like, grown, going into the doctor's office and, like, changing... What they had their whole life and i'm sure somebody out here love it but i guess if you don't love it then you just won't get that shit fixed but it's just like didn't
1: bruce jenner become caitlin at like 61.
0: i mean yeah that's some wild shit but
1: there's there's never i mean i don't think there's an age limit like when you that's not perfection
0: to, though i mean like when we in out his eyes like, i mean yeah but like people out here getting, getting he the
2: same fuck. Fuck. people Her. out here
0: getting the same bodies like it's like going to a car dealership and everybody getting Camaros when you leave, when you know, yeah. A lot
1: of these it's, women are built the same.
0: It's it's crazy. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. got no hip dips nowhere, like, ain't nobody got, like, no dimples nowhere, like, that Natural game. bodies
2: are making a comeback, though. Man, there was this chick I used to date, and I will not say her name, but man, she used to be like on the thicker side. I always liked the woman with a little bit of weight, not fat, but you know. You she, know bro. Yeah, she she was nice. She, she was already curvaceous, man. And one thing, one thing I saw she disappeared for a few months off of Instagram and she came back like body on like beam. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this was when BBLs had like first started like popping off. I was like, That's Damn, like, it's this crazy. crazy. Like, I know you didn't work out, but okay. She she looked good. She looked good with it, but I, fuck, I don't know how she looked naked. I ain't didn't, I didn't seen no scars. What I find
0: hilarious is the fact that people that get surgery, people really believe that they worked out. And it's like, if a person works out, you can tell. Right. You're going to see like, the vascularity, everything. Exactly. Right? And it's just like these people be built like baby dolls, like they put like, cause they suck the fat and they place the fat and then they tighten the skin. So it really be like cookie cutter bodies. And then they be like, Oh, in the gym, and this is but that's like, what they do. They,
1: they go get surgery and then they start a bro, fitness page.
0: People really used to ask Amber, like, she got you her You can tell her done. she's natural. People bro. used to come to me and be like, man, Amber got her body done. I'm like, bro, what part of Amber's body look like? You I feel to like
1: show you You feel day.
0: like she I'm went to the I'm surgeon thinking. and they gave her these muscles. Yeah. Amber looked like she gonna run through a house, bro. I this saw, girl is uh, five uh, one. Yeah, she
2: could, no, I like, saw a dude. Remember. He got the um, He got the six pack. To, um, man, I I show you the screenshot. Dude got a six pack. Uh, cut out the other day. I
0: saw that. Like saw that it boy also.
2: really ripped up now. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird.
0: You said you
1: about to unfollow her. Tell Amber I'm about to unfollow her. I'm follow her back. Oh wow.
0: Okay. I'm just like, bro, yeah. what right? of her look like she got that, <laughs> You can
2: man? tell that shit natural. Yeah, that shit real. You yeah, can see yeah. all the stretch marks.
0: Exactly. And I love that. And people be like, man, so she got marks. her body done. I'm that like, bro, sexy. look at her body and no. look at anybody that got their body done. That's a
2: cornbread and fucking collard greens.
0: <laughs> that's a lot of protein shakes and eating every two hours. I mean, so she used to be like 91 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, I don't want to be 91 pounds no more and she
2: put in the work for that. Yeah, I mean could. that oh, I I've seen it like I've seen chicks like that was naturally slim toned up and they look good not like yes. if you worked did. out for it you could get it. Absolutely.
0: That's what she did. It could yeah. crash through
1: my wall like, yeah.
2: squats and man. shit like that go a long way. Look at
0: that. You are so funny. I mean I know what that like, you can. You <laughs> can I mean, like I know what she looks like. Anyway, so this
1: week's uh, mental health topic, I want to talk about, uh, I forgot how it came up on my spectrum. I think it was in the podcast I was listening to, but, uh, and I looked it up online and actually framed it perfectly. Do you think people raised on love see the world differently than people raised on survival?
2: Absolutely.
1: Definitely. And uh, the top answers to that question on this forum is, that is a very interesting question. I think the answer is yes. People raised on love see so the world differently than people raised on survival. I am in the latter group. This is—I feel like this is just a fake story, but it, it is a good example. Uh, I am the—I am in the latter group. There was little love or joy or positive emotion in my upbringing. Mostly, it was a series of demands and tasks for which there was no reward for success, only punishment for failure. As a result, I have grown into a joyless adult who hates life. My best friend, growing up, had a very different experience. His home was full of love and acceptance and support. He has grown into a highly successful adult, a respected leader in his field, and a great father of a beautiful family.
3: Ooh, uh-huh. Right, we came
1: from the <laughs> we came from the same small town, went to the same schools, often in the same classes, have similar eyes. IQs and standardized test scores, and both did well academically. He Yet we have very business. different outcomes. Sound like you won't
2: be that nigga, right? He he's, his
1: personal business. He's in the top one percent or so of achievers, while I am a nobody. He enjoys life. <laughs> he going, I, like he
2: put this, this man skin like on. A serial killer. Yeah, Like he
0: don't wet his skin.
1: He enjoys life. I endure it. He thrives. I get by. That's the difference between ra- being raised on love versus be being important. raised on survival. That was the end. Thank God.
0: <laughs> but it's I will definitely say, different.
2: I will say this though, like a lot of the the problems that come in the black community is because our family was in the survival mode. Like some of our parents lived through uh, segregation and stuff like right. that. So a lot of the things like we can't really say... That we was fully raised with love, but our family raised us with the best that they had, you know, while they were in their survival. That's why every generation is supposed to keep getting better. But, you know, some people, some people, it took them a little bit more because they family, like my family might have started two steps behind. Your family might have started three steps behind. Your family might have started four steps behind. But eventually, some generation, that generational curse will be broke. And, you know, everybody will be raised with love after that. Hopefully, at some point, I'm optimistic that that can happen for black people.
0: Yeah, mm, I agree. Um, it's, it's, you can tell, like, in so many different dynamics even within like friend groups or relationships you know mm-hmm. I
1: mean, okay so let, I guess we gotta like dumb it out for people uh, so <laughs> dumb
0: it out for people
1: damn I mean it's I guess it's like a training tactic from work right like when you're teaching people you have to teach everybody like they're stupid it, and it, it's not a, a yeah. slight on their intelligence but that's the best way to teach people mm-hmm. but anyway so it's like uh, an example of being raised with survival right it's everything no positive affirmations right No, it's it doesn't matter how you feel, fuck your feelings, fuck your extracurricular activities, right. as long as you have food in your mouth, fucking clothes on your back, and a roof over your head. Shut I the fuck up. Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then love is more so being raised with intention, right? Uh, Being more so interested in development, interested in mm-hmm. outside interests and positive emotions, all that dumb shit. So, I do agree that I'm 100% of packs like, you grow up but I don't just how it's being a product of the environment right it's not Mm -hmm. always a negative product of the environment so some people may grow up in a survival based childhood and turn out to be super emotional super affectionate you know and (laughs) certain
2: characteristics carry on because
0: um I wanted I didn't want to live my life like that I didn't like it I mean with my dad going from a gangster to a preacher um, and having kids at a young age and then having one daughter, especially me being the last child. most of the conversations with my dad, um, if we wasn't watching sports center together, it was like don't turn me back on god when you're going back to school um don't get pregnant.
3: okay okay.
0: so as a black woman trying to survive, all he could give me was this is that the- probably
2: was a little bit of tough love. But, but it was it was but my from, dad was
0: definitely a father, uh not a father. He was a. he was in the church more than It was than from he a was place like, of caring,
2: but it was it was his way of love, you
0: know.
1: But do you think that could have impacted how aggressive you are? And I don't say that in a negative way.
0: I mean, I don't think so. I mean I don't know for sure because the crazy thing about it is the things ooh, I'm about to tell my some of the stuff that my daddy told me, the type of woman that my dad told me not to be, he married that woman.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So
2: <laughs> seeing, I mean, we got to see
1: our parents as human. So, I, yeah. I definitely there's no
2: prototypical. Human I definitely though. do, exactly, but, but like humans
1: see, are flawed, so we it, you know a lot of people don't. Take the time to see. I'm sorry, I didn't catch no, up. A true. lot of people don't take the time to actually see their parents as flawed human beings, so that everybody thinks their parents. When perfect.
0: I when I got older, I kind of realized like my parents were kids when they had us, like kid, mm-hmm. and they wasn't even that young. Their first kid, they was 18 and 19, but they had like four kids in five years. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember my daddy playing Madden, and then I my daddy only 50. I'm 25. I remember my daddy playing Madden and it's like I know a lot of grown ass niggas that got kids and play Madden and you be like damn nigga that was my daddy like you know like I got to a point when I got older I realized but when my dad used to tell me the things he used to tell me when I was a kid like the type of woman not to be and I used to look at my mama now she wasn't always that type of woman but it's like the woman you're telling me not to be. That's who your wife is and I know he like love my mama like, you know, I know that but Mm -hmm. This the only thing you ever really got to tell me when we jokes This is it like when you come and talk to your daughter This is all you really tell me so I felt like it was more survival than love like Cause you was like this is how you survive as a black woman this is what you don't do this is the type of woman you don't become don't depend on no man love the Lord. go to school make your own money and then that was the end of the conversation like man my daddy ain't kicking. he just taught me the type of black woman to not be Never I feel
2: like I got the I got a good upbringing
1: I got the best of both worlds but it was definitely more on a survival standpoint Yeah. Yes. but as to her point she was saying like her her, her and her dad and like, didn't run it me and my dad had a very like Distance relationship Like when I was When I was younger I used to go over weekends and shit You know like Experience outside of my family But um My mom and I You know what me and my mom did Last time she came over fucking I play Mortal Kombat Smoke a blunt <laughs> <Like, laughs>
2: Yeah hey, that's crazy Cause I got my dad To finally start smoking And my dad was like I got in trouble for weed Like twice You know what I mean My dad was like Hard up like You swear you don't need to be Smoking that shit but my dad got like He messed up his back in the military Before he retired And he had like the been part of the whole Opioid problem and shit right. like that And he was trying to leave that shit alone Because it has more effects on you Negatively than good mm-hmm. But his back was so messed up He needed something right. And I let that boy hit that shit one day <laughs> and the next thing you know like One day I went over there one day And we was chilling, cleaning our guns he showing me how to break it down and stuff like that and clean it real, real good. And we smoked the blunt together. I'm talking about, I could have cried when I went home. Like, oh, <laughs> shit, I smoked the blunt with my pops. Like,
1: Yeah, it was weird because my mom, like, we always, I always my mom smoke smoking when I was a kid, but she did do her part in trying to hide it from us. Yeah. But as a kid, you know what cigarettes smell like, you know that's not cigarette smoke, right? Mm-hmm. But outside of that, she would smoke in front of me, and I still was not allowed to smoke. She was smoking yeah. my brother, and I was not allowed to
2: smoke. I never got caught smoking, but my parents knew I smoked. Until the day I actually sat there and smoked a blunt with my dad, my parents never saw me smoke. I had enough respect for them to not do it in front of them. Plus, my mom's still in the military, and I would never want something that I did to reflect on her career right. and all the hard mm-hmm. work that she put in. Right.
3: That's
0: cute. I had a two parent household, but it, you know, it just wasn't what a lot of people would like to think the two parent household would feel like. Mm-hmm. But I always, like, I kind of sat down and talked to my mama. I finally sat down and talked to my mama. I don't know what I just said. And I told her, I was just like, they have four kids they got three sons and a daughter and i was just like all of us have you know different perceptions of what our upbringing was like my older brother is like a fairy tale creature i don't know he's strange my second oldest brother feels like he had to fill his shoes because my oldest brother is strange and then my third brother he just be like Fuck it like That's I'm doing me. what I want to do. Ain't nobody ever loved me in this house. <laughs> like he felt like nobody really paid him enough attention. He's always the victim. And then me saying my brothers just like be who they were. I was just like he technically middle kid syndrome. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was just like I mean I'm just here. Mm-hmm. I was just the princess, but. I pretty much took care of everybody else, which was kind of weird. So, like, being in a two-parent household and being raised on survival and I love, it's definitely weird. It creates a lot of resentment. But when I got older, I was like, I don't want this to, like, fuck me up for the rest of my life. Like, God forbid I live to be, like, 75, and I'm still thinking about some shit that happened to me when I was, like, 14, 15 years old.
2: I had a period where me and my dad was, like, we bumped heads real, real hard, and I... I couldn't get with it. And I came back, and me and my dad finally had that talk because I feel like, you know, we're getting older. We don't have forever left with our mm-hmm. parents. So right. I was like, man, there's certain parts about myself that I need to figure out. And the only right. way I could get those answers is through my dad. And I always tell little men, uh, young men in the barbershop that if you want to get to know yourself a little bit better, look at your parents. Like, right? mm-hmm. You know, you need to really see that some of these answers can't be answered from you. You have to go and seek higher. Uh,
1: So (laughs) many of my uh, personality traits and qualities stem from my mother.
2: I know it's from my dad.
1: A lot of positive and a lot of negative ones. From my dad, I inherited his silver tongue and his lying wit. I have no idea what I got from him. And family. his subpar oh, curl pattern.
2: <laughs> my dad son is. Of a bitch. I
0: mean, other than my features, I I don't, I don't know. I never re- like I say, even though like we was a whole ass family, I don't really. I'm. I i do not think I'm like my family at all.
1: Name that movie. I inherited your smile and your disgusting contempt for women. Ooh, I noticed.
2: Oh, Talladega Nights
1: no, no fuck no This is a black movie oh. I
2: know that.
1: Mm-hmm. He was angry I inherited your smile And your disgusting contempt from women I really How know this How about it. this Stay like, the fuck out of my
0: life I can hear it But it's not coming to me right, I right now I
1: said it before He was like My one Like goals As a, as a young Dark skinned dude I was like I won't be this nigga When I grow up <laughs> Damn I'm so mad Cause
3: I
0: really do know Morris Chesna The nephew ass fucking hair.
2: Oh, uh. I mean, Took a she- play that game. Yes!
1: Yeah. No, it's not Took a play that game. That's the brothers. That's Yeah, the brother. His brother. The brothers. His, his, dad, his, his dad. His
2: dad is Clifton Powell. Mm-hmm. Move.
1: And Gabrielle Union. You realize yeah. when we were growing up that Gabrielle Union was always either the other woman or the hoe mm-hmm. or the bitch.
0: Well, she kind of admitted to that. I think she kind of low key got typecast because of her. her she really said, she that she, not really, but she said, like, she used to kind of be a mean girl.
1: Oh, I can see that she's really cute, yeah. mm-hmm. and she used to be like a model or some shit. But okay, but back to the topic. I definitely was raised in some, majority survival household, right? But I feel like most marginalized groups can probably say that, right? So mm-hmm. think about it. If you're black, you're Hispanic, you're you know Asian, growing up, it's all about surviving in, surviving in in
3: America.
1: surviving in America, right? That's what it boils down to. So surviving is going to be a different path depending on your cultural background unfortunately so if you're black it's all about don't get in trouble with the cops stay away from drugs you know stay in fucking school you know Mm -hmm. that's the one path or rap or make it to the league on some stupid shit rap like um if you are you know a latino immigrant or something like or something like that or any type of cultural immigrant usually the the fucking goal is assimilate into white america don't bump any heads marry a white person if you can succeed succeed succeed
2: you know i couldn't do it <laughs> i can't marry a white girl you a, i love black women bro i never i've i've had encounters with white women but i've never dated a white girl we never even went to dinner like
0: i'm always and that's
2: no discrimination to white women you know if you find love with women. a white woman if you find love with a white woman so be it that's that's your thing love is love bro that's right I ain't got nothing to I do would, with me.
0: I mean, people have done, like, the focus groups of, like, black men marrying white women. But I just really just be like, how? Like, what is it?
2: Their body parts look weird to me. What the fuck? <laughs> Please um, elaborate. Oh I'm God. just saying, like, women, white women body parts look weird to me. Okay, hot like, take. I will say this. Hot take. And they look, they, that pink shit, that shit look like a pig or something,
1: man. Like, All pussy is pink. <laughs> but I will say this, and no disrespect. I said this to my friend who uh, exclusively only dates white women. But uh, I was like, bro, the, the one weird thing about having sex with white women is when you go multiple rounds and it's rough sex. The, you know the vaginas, see your handprint. No, the, you can't see that. But the <laughs> vagina swells and depending on how, you know, fair skinned the woman may be. Why? Sometimes that bitch just look like bruised and beat up and I'm like I feel this it just feels wrong <laughs> or some shit. I mean, I, I, every vagina swells I after mean, that shit get yeah, beat up for a little bit, but the fact
0: that it's so noticeable. Even with a even with a light nice skinned nice black day. chick
1: or a latina like if you're fair skinned, once that shit get beat up after a while, you're gonna see that shit. But it's more prominent with white women because naturally they are more fair skinned.
0: But I just wonder like as a black man I guess it all depends on how you grew up.
1: Uh, I'm a black man right here who's dated white women. You can talk to me. I <laughs> like, mean but I can't really I
2: don't know you to have much.
0: connected yourself like to a white woman. To the point of, I'm talking about like bringing them around your family, yeah. and like yeah. dating. You dated a white
1: woman and brought her around your family. I did not know that. So like, here's the thing: my my two serious relationships were with black women, but my first quote unquote girlfriend was a white girl that I grew up with, and she knew my mama, she knew my sister, she knew my whole family. I know her whole family.
3: Her mom and dad
1: used to say we were gonna get married when we grew up. Like, oh. yeah, you uh, the, you know the artist Josh Winger, mm-hmm. his family. Oh, okay. He's actually coming on the podcast. That's
2: dope. Yeah, I hit him up. But yeah, that, I grew up. His, his art is dope as Yeah, true.
1: me and his sister, uh, Jessica, we're like super click tight. The whole fucking that family. That is so
0: interesting. And
1: his, their family was like my first, like, <laughs> I got in trouble. So I called Jessica fat when we were kids, even I was fat oh. as fuck too. But she, like, went home and, like, uh told her mom. Her mom, like, came to class, pulled me in the fucking hallway.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> After that movie Get Out, bro, I was like. I was... I had... Because I had been already seen Hidden Colors and all of those, like, those self-awakening <laughs> movies and shit like that. Like, after Get Out, I was skeptical on everything. Like, man, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Like... I remember I, it started having me contemplating all them times when I used to think about when white women to come rub you on the shoulder and just check on you and see if you're all right. Like, hold on. I wonder if she was sizing me up all this time. This like, motherfucker.
1: I was fucked up, <laughs> dog. I can't lie. I was fucked up, son. But you mentioned someone rubbing on your shoulder. Nigga, i tell you what happened to me a few weeks ago. I'm in fucking oh Rouse's in the ice cream aisle, you know, grabbing something. And this fucking woman just walks up to me and rubs my back. She's like, you're not cold? Nigga, I froze like a fucking deer in head. Like, yeah, see? Like, see? I did not know how to react. One day she was sizing me up. Nah, she, yeah, as a she wanted to fuck, fuck me more than likely.
0: <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, attach myself to no white person. Um, it's, it's different, it's like, I mean, oppression, oh, like, it's that simple for me. Only because it's just like, I can't, our families can't mix and me. I don't care how nicely Caucasian y'all you are. You're not nicely Caucasian. Yeah. It's just like yeah, I mean I can't I don't I can't bring my grandma around your grandma. I don't know what type of time your grandma used to be on. It's a culture the... shot. Yeah, and that's why for me I'm just be like people be like really like just merging these families and <laughs> I I mean you cool people but oh. nah.
1: I guess it depends. Uh, Like you said, it depends on how you grew up. So here's the thing: I 100% believe in brown love, Um, Mm -hmm. but there is exceptions to the rule, right? And it depends on once it once again depends on how that person grew up, right? Mm -hmm. If your entire family is mixed and intermingled and stuff like that, and you actually have a person of color, like in inter. Tangled with your actual family that you care about on a deep personal level then I can I can believe in your empathy You won't 100% understand which is why naturally I'm more akin to brown love, you know yeah. Black and brown because you can understand the experience of walking around, you know being judged by your skin color And we're at a stage where you know the impression wants to feel oppressed So white people would be like, oh, I know how I'd feel so okay Whoop the fucking do! Of course, you you everyone's going to experience my best some types of black, right? It's always uh, on on that type of level, but it's a one hundred percent different experience. Like motherfucker, we're constantly reminded of our history because yes. it's not going anywhere. <laughs> like, when
0: I was out yesterday with my partner and his coworkers, like okay, so it was crazy. We was they um you know they white black gay straight all kinds of stuff. And so um one of the girls at the end of the well, table, she was like, Y'all know Ruby Bridges, right? And we was like, Yeah, was what about her? And one girl that was biracial, she was like, who is Ruby Bridges? Mm-hmm. The white girl, she was like, Yeah, I know who Ruby Bridges is. And then we was just like, some kind of way we just started talking about her age, like, you know, her age, da da da. da, da, da. And where we was, her granddaughter was there. And the white girl was like
1: Wait, Ruby Bridges' granddaughter?
0: Yes. Oh wow. It was at the bar. And so the white girl was like, Wow, that shit really didn't happen that long ago, did it? Yeah, bitch, we know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we we know. I mean, they they, they know too. But well, you know, everybody wants to play the victim nowadays because everybody's a fucking pussy.
0: Yeah, she was like, "Oh my god, like, right?" But I would didn't just happen that long ago, and it's like, yeah. So like, I mean, I guess my kids might bring home like a little light skin something, but I don't, I don't care. Like, I if... can't, it's I just who
1: I, I fall I, in love uh, with is who I
2: fall uh, in love. with. I feel with. like love is love. Like, like right. I said, like whoever you fall in love with, me personally, I'm attracted to black women. Like that's yeah, yeah, that's like just that me, people. but I know people that have interracial relationships and have beautiful little interracial kids. You know, they <laughs> you low beautiful key you kids. low key helping, you know, make the whole world brown because right right know, we ain't even got to go into deep that um, yeah. you know, nobody. We all gonna look alike. Oh, You're couple, racist. Like, yeah, we we all gonna all look alike And about a couple of but more yeah um, about another two centuries. Everybody's yeah. gonna be a brown. and I low key think that's what. Uh, that's what is controlling the whole race war that they're trying to spark up because, you know, they feel like they're being depleted and you know they don't want to turn over that power. Of course, they, and the like, majority
1: would never desire to become the minority. The minority,
2: yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not mad at nobody for who they choose to love, bro. That's. That yeah. is totally on we'll find you. Some real Cause love. Like, I'm who? not. I never like. I love everybody until you prove me otherwise. I got Asian friends. I got black facts. friends. Yeah. I got white friends. You know, everybody. Everybody knows. Like, if you know me, I, I'm more of an integrity person. What's your morals like?
1: Right. Big facts. Who well, I fall in love with is who I fall in love with. I'm not actively seeking a pink uh, partner. <laughs> that sounds like I'm not actually seeking. I'm not actually seeking. Seeking. You know, I'm not actually seeking any kind of partner. But naturally, I would want somebody who knows the black experience or the experience of being brown. Yeah, and America. That shit is hard,
2: but it's lit. Britain. I can't lie. Big I facts. I wouldn't want to be nothing oh, yeah. else but any black. Other thing like, we got the sway. We got the culture.
0: A black woman from Louisiana
1: had that. We just facts. Do y'all think? And I asked him earlier. I don't think you heard me. Do you think? Frank Ocean, because I heard this on another podcast, mm-hmm. do you think Frank Ocean nuked his career by coming out as bisexual? No,
0: Frank Ocean nuked his career by
2: not giving us enough music in the timely fashion. Well, Frank Ocean did, probably didn't want to give you enough music in right. the timely so I th- think I he think literally wanted to get nuke. in and out. Right, I, would, yeah, I don't it's think it's his very... career I think that dude could drop an album and go platinum. Oh, he definitely can. Because good music, like... Duh. When I found out he was gay and shit like that I did not fucking care Good that music was, is good fucking I, music I feel like you know, it
0: came and it went But I'm one of them people that don't be caring so we're, for different, me yeah.
1: we're, and di- we're different type of people bro And y'all have to realize this Because I, a type of I literally heard a nigga say this Like two two fucking weeks ago That oh man I used to fuck with that song We were singing Think About, Think About You I used to fuck with the song until the nigga came out his gay. I was like, oh does man, fucking you fucking know how many
2: niggas fucking. was gay? Luther Vandross was gay,
1: but he hid that shit. They,
2: they All the way up until better. damn near his deathbed, he is. never
1: officially came out.
2: Man, it doesn't matter. The of the, it, it, it it does
1: matter though. People
2: the fucking culture weird, is so man. fucking
1: toxic that this man died hiding his sexuality.
0: People, are weird, bro. Like, why I don't do you think care, Frank Ocean knew. Why do you care right. so I don't think much about I don't think somebody's sexuality? Another moment from yesterday, like, I was chilling with um, this lesbian couple and the girl, like, in the middle, because it was her girlfriend, her, then me, and then somebody else was sitting next there was to me. Was one of your story? Yeah. They were cute. They're adorable. And so, um, Daniela, she, um, she didn't realize, like, we had so much in common. And she was like, Look, I know you don't swing this way, but like, if you ever thought about it, you could definitely become a third party. I was like, Damn, yeah, look, I'm
2: so bisexual.
0: And she was like, Oh my God, I didn't know. It doesn't
2: matter. Man, I, look yeah, how much I we have
0: in common. And I'm unbi- like, Me being bisexual is just gonna make everything we have in common go out the window. But that's the thing.
1: I think the. People are so
0: fucking annoying.
1: I think at the core of the problem with people's discomfort with other people's sexuality is I think it forces them to question their own internally, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like if you see, especially when somebody like quote unquote switches, like, oh, all our life you've been fucking girls and you just decided you want to suck a dick? Like, you just turn gay? You, you can't mm-hmm. fucking turn. So yeah. clearly, like, <laughs> this person has either always been gay, and, you know, due to societal norms and fucking pressure in either community, they hid the shit. You know, some mm-hmm. I've heard stories that can trick themselves. They'll be thinking, like, somebody in my family, he discovered, first he thought he was bi, but he said he told his mom that I discovered it when I was in a bedroom with a girl trying to lose my virginity but I couldn't stop thinking about the boy in the living room.
2: Damn, that's fucked up, yeah.
1: right? So it's like you can't turn gay. <laughs> Dang. man,
2: I dog oh, like personally. I don't care. I cut a lot of gay dudes hair, and I don't treat them no different. Cause me as a straight man, as a heterosexual male, I like. I don't be worried about no gay dude. Don't just you don't. Should, well, you should Try not days, think days. about somebody's sexuality. Yeah. But no, I talk why to them dudes. We talk big regular big as shit. fuck. And I think that's why they keep coming back. Because we talk regular, son. I'm not even going to bring up your sexuality when we have a conversation. Nigga, we could talk about getting money. Because a lot of gay dudes is out here getting money. Big bad. You know I mean? The only thing I don't respect is that down low ass shit. Oh, like. yeah. Uh, if you're going to be gay, be gay, son. Like, don't be out here it's dipping. It's hard. And, I was about to say,
0: now, we do understand. It's However, if you're a... If, you if you're a terrible... Dangerous. I was about to say, if you just, yeah. like, a funky ass down... that. Well, we understand down low and being in the closet are two different things. Like, I can
3: respect. There we go. Though, the, I, I, think, I think that's what we have to explain because right. we do
0: have an audience. Have so, down low and being in the closet are two different things. Right. 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 Download, you know... Clean that up. You, yeah, play, yeah.
1: you playing with motherfuckers. You playing with right. people's sexual health. Yeah. You playing with people's feelings. That's what I don't respect. Most you playing mother- with people's sexual health. Right. Like. Most of these motherfuckers who are down low, they have a you know, wife kid yeah, that have and kids at home shit. Expensive. Yeah, and they I don't, fucking I don't respect no shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dog,
2: I remember uh, one of my partners, he used to date this chick, and one of her cousins used to come over there, and son used to be cool, and we used to just smoke, but he act like a regular dude, you hear me? I mean? And then one day he came out, and he was like, he was gay because we was talking about this other nigga and, and dude used to be doing weird shit. We used to be like, son, what the fuck is up with this dude? Like, he must be fucking gay. And he was like, oh, such and such? Yeah, I used to fuck with that nigga. I was like, hold on, son. Like, <laughs> and we all smoking. And so
1: I'm game, like,
2: he, he was dropping hits. Yeah, you know? so I'm yeah. like, son, you gay? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, word. Like, and like, dog, my, I, as cool as, as dude was, dog, I ain't never treat this man no fucking right. different. You what I mean, I ain't now. I ain't gonna call that nigga and be like, "Let's go chill." But like, if I see him out, man, I death that boy off. We nigga. might run it for a few minutes and then I'm going about my business.
1: Right? Gay homies are gay homies are
2: great. Dog, oh, them niggas know where all the holes at. Um,
0: we, one of my gay friends, they told me they was like they respect me so much because, of course, when it comes to bisexual men, I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't like if you're most, a bisexual most black man. Women, most
1: black women hate that shit. They, 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 most black I women don't, don't believe get. in bisexuality. They just believe they just see a bisexual man as gay. And of course, and like, not the same. I just admitted I that gay. like
0: I'm finally okay, you know, with this whole situation. Because there used to be one point when I was like, mm, I don't know, but recently I was just like, and before that experience, recently I was just like, you know, how can I be bisexual and be like, oh, I'm a fool, no bisexual man, right? So, one of my friends, one of my gay friends, he was just like, you know, we were already friends and we were already cool, but when you said that... He was like, you're the type of person that I don't mind being around because of your character. And it's just like, well, I mean, you know, I appreciate that. But it's kind of like, what does people, bedroom business, really have to do with you? For real. If I try they're to get honest, to know. like, if you're dealing with them and they're honest, you know, that's the only time it matters. But if you're friends with somebody or just... Man, hey. I'm
1: going to give one of my uh, old co-workers a shout-out. Just Myron. Myron's a gay gentleman. And Myron's so respectful and shit. And, like, you know, we were going service industry work a lot of females work a lot of gay men and there was this dude at one of the tables and like uh, one of the females was like uh, oh he is so handsome he is so hot and I walked past the table and was like, I was like that nigga ain't all that and he was like you know that's one of the things I respect about you Ronnie he's like he's like you're so confident in yourself we all know you're straight but you're not afraid to admit when another man's attractive we're all creatures yeah. right Like
2: Look, you know, there's nothing wrong with bigging another man up letting him know like like I see you son like
0: I think we that all shit needs to be more normal Between attractive people And unattractive people Right I mean men know what they do to be attractive to women.
1: If you look so in the mirror and know a, you're attractive, then you know by some standard what an
2: attractive man right. is. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's that simple. So I like we're all creatures at the man, end of the I've day. I've been
2: told I'm handsome by so many different women like I I just know I'm not fucking ugly. I don't think I'm <laughs> I don't think I'm like the most attractive man in the world, but I know I'm not ugly. Like I got a lot of good right. qualities like
0: yeah, so I think it's weird when people just be like, how you just, you gonna call that man handsome? I mean, I think I'm handsome. Like, you know, this a, he got a haircut. Yo, his outfit look nice. I, I guess, like, my friends. Uh, the ass nigga ass is me. handsome. And right I don't up? know why men be like, so you just gonna call that nigga handsome? Nigga, yeah. That nigga <laughs> fresh as fuck. Like, it's like we're creatures. <laughs>
2: no, I, I love to see... I love to see, like, black men in nice tailored suits. I would stop and tell you, like, I see you, brother. Like, you, yes. you fucking fly as a motherfucker right now. Won't know you from Adam and Eve. But a, a man in a nicely tailored suit, I'm going to always give a compliment to Because I respect that shit. Like, it takes a lot to put on a suit and actually know how to wear it right. Because there's yeah, etiquette true. to wearing suits. You got to really gotta style that shit. Yeah. You like... Gotta, like like bro, that is that is another level of fashion.
1: You ever heard that stupid shit? Uh, you got a wetter suit. Don't let the suit wear you. Mm-hmm. But that shit's accurate though, because mm-hmm. your shit has to be tailored. It has to be like fitting and like Ooh. look like it's designed for yeah. your motherfucking body. I got like twenty more pounds before my suit. Cause you gonna look like stupid, stupid to. as
2: fuck in an untailored suit. Like I like mine with the uh, I got three suits, and I like mine with the uh, with, it's called the European or sports cut. Yeah. Where it's kind of tape tapered in on the sides, and it, it like. You look like you about to go fucking dress down and, and go do your thing, man. Like, I like to see myself in a suit. You definitely
0: got to know what works for your body. Mm-hmm. That's very important. And I don't think people realize that. Like, you have some people that may not have the nicest shape ever, but they're very fashionable, but that's because they're aware of their body. Like,. Mm-hmm. I'm a bitch. You gotta be a realist. Yeah, I'm a bitch. People think it's funny when I'm like, I cannot wear high waisted pants, and they're like, "What? Boo, my torso is this big." I'm <laughs>
1: unfortunately my bad torso though, is this big. You.
0: My pants gonna be <coughs> under my titties. That's gonna look weird. Like I'm gonna look stupid. My legs are so long. I would look hideous in high waisted pants. We have so,
2: the same problem. I'm
1: unfortunately bad, but my arms and legs are so fucking. And I got long. a long torso. I got a short torso. So like I when I buy
2: polo shirts and stuff like that. I can't dry them in the because they shrink by the waist. And if I lift my arms, <laughs> yeah, like that you going
0: You just gotta know that. Like, you definitely have to be aware. You gotta of be a realist. It. Yeah.
1: I buy my shirts uh, tall, and I just pull them down when I walk to hide the fact that my torso is short and I got hips like a bitch. Wow. <laughs> I'm off hips and legs, and it's very unfortunate. Yeah,
0: my legs and my arms are long, and I can't do that high-waisted pants stuff. I'm going to look so stupid. I'm going to look like Wendy Williams. That's not cute.
1: You're not going to look like Wendy. I
0: am. That's not going to be cute at all. Thank you, sir. But back to Franklin Ocean Water. Um, <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that man chilling. I don't really feel like his career is new. Mm-hmm. I just think he chilling. It's a lot of shit going on out here. I think that man is finding peace wherever he is. Yeah,
1: he does need to drop an album. He does. Man, some people you know people who else needs to drop a fucking album? Cardi B. She said I'm, she wants uh, to. I him. never
2: listened to Cardi B uh, music like that, but, man, I'm all for the growth. I love this. I like her story. Like
1: What you, what you listening to right now?
2: Dude? Uh... Let me see. What do I, to? I, mostly, to follow up. I don't really listen to too much new music, but when I do, like I like Big Sean. Uh, let me listen look at my playlist. Yes, I love G.I.D. Man, the other day I I was driving back from Baton Rouge and I went and typed in something just told me to type in Blue Dreams and lean at Juicy J. Man, I've been on that Juicy J from 2011. It's like super hard lately. You ever mm-hmm. listen to Saba? Yes. So I was fine, in the barbershop I I think I listened to I, I discovered a lot of artists like uh Anderson Paak I, him him and yeah, I enjoyed Anderson. Yeah, oh I enjoy Anderson Paak man. I saw
1: Anderson Paak
2: in Madison Square Garden. I wanted to see him when he was performing in um when he was performing in Champion Square. Yeah,
1: that's just the tour I went to. But I also went to it when I was in New York. I think that shit was some fire. of my favorite performances
2: I ever been to was from um J. Cole and Big Crick.
1: That's J. Cole was fired too. Uh, I seen J.
2: Cole. Duh. I went to almost any anytime J. Cole come to Louisiana, I go. Like I seen J. Cole at um what's that? Jazz Fest when he was performing two thousand fourteen Forest Hill Drive. Epic performance, right? Epic.
1: He really does he puts on a fucking superstar as performance for J. Cole with rap. And it's so you Compared to, okay, so when he put on this show, like uh, Young Thug was one of his openers. Young Thug had no fucking energy. He literally was like adjusting his earphone and walking back and forth on the stage. Young
2: Thug was so high, he looked like he was about to die on stage. Right. At KOD. Mm-hmm. I, I almost felt bad for him. He was just having to tell me.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, he
2: look he literally looked like he was gonna die on stage. But when J.
1: Cole bad. came out, he fucking killed
2: it. Man, when I be like when I be building the guns and stuff like that, I'd be in my workstation and I'd be building my guns and I put on like uh I put on YouTube and I let Tiny Desk concerts play. And bro, Tyler, the creator, got one of the best fucking Tiny Desk right. concerts I ever watched. Tyler. That shit make me build the gun so fucking quick. Really? Yeah, because I definitely believe music sets your mood. So when, I, when I'm in my zone, like I'm not really paying attention to nothing else. I'll put an AR together in like 30, 45 minutes. You ever listen to Max, Mike
1: Miller's?
2: Yeah. Uh, that uh 2009 album was one of my favorites. The, his story was very... Like that was a a sad time timeline to watch. Like his rise Mm -hmm. and his fall to his eventual demise. Because his music
1: definitely, like yeah, you watch it.
2: Yeah, and Demi Lovato was that was. Oh
0: my god, I'm probably gonna go to hell for this. I mean, not Demi.
2: Uh, Ariana Grande. Oh yeah, she was. I was thinking about
0: Demi Lovato, and I'm like, bro, can't nothing kill her. She like a cockroach. Like she, I love Demi Lovato. So. I love her too. Why, why you gotta? Why you gotta go for a cockroach? I girl? mean, she got the soul of a cockroach. she keeps Yeah, and it's a, I'm kind of like, that's kind of dope, but it's almost kind of sad, cause it's like, in my eyes. But I mean, that's mental, you know, mental health. Cause in my eyes, I'm right, like, I bro, if I've been through all this shit and I'm not gone, I'm supposed to be here for a reason. Yeah. But her mental is so fucked up that she know. Because, I mean, to be honest, how many celebrities do you know got fucked up on drugs and made as many comebacks as, De- as Demi Lovato?
1: Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: players like, musically. Like, this, what? She, like, fucked them Winnie drugs Houston. up and was at the fucking... I mean, Whitney Houston wasn't, like, overdosing in the public eye as many times as Demi Lovato.
2: Britney H- Spears did.
0: And that's what I'm saying. No, Britney Spears'
1: problem wasn't drugs. Britney Spears' problem
2: was mental
0: health. Uh. Demi Lovato had to get hit with Narcan. This bitch was... Dead, and that was us. That wasn't her first time overdose. His
1: mental health too. I want to just you know, motherfuckers be trying to say shit. No, but say.
0: that's that's what I'm saying. Like, how many celebrities do you know, entertainment wise, have overdosed on drugs as many times as Demi Lovato did, and then came back and been like on commercials and singing at the damn Super Bowl? Like that shit didn't happen. She got a fire ass comeback story, and it's like, baby girl, please see that she was a reason.
2: He was able to assimilate white culture too, though. Yes, <laughs> Demi Lovato because black. People, man, you don't get that many times.
0: Thank you. Oh, you that and that's what I'm saying. Demi Lovato really came back like two, three times.
1: Uh, you don't get that. many I feel like that as a black She was person. born. Under, she was born under a bad star.
2: Oh, like, you got one time to fuck up as a black person, and that is a wrap. They tried to fucking throw Kevin Hart to the fucking wolf. I don't
1: say I don't. I don't think
2: I, I can't agree with that. Not one time. I I feel like you get a few depending on who you are too. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you, yeah. Because yeah. I
2: won't say you sold your soul, but if you did some coon shit, they gonna let some shit slide yeah. for you. I mean, Jay Z
1: ain't never
2: do no coon shit. No, but Jay Z ain't ain't do no fucking shit that will get him uh mm-hmm.
1: canceled. Yeah,
2: that mm-hmm. got to get him involved in cancel culture. Right.
1: I fucking hate and I feel like the, the conversation about cancel culture comes up so often but it's it's
3: it's, shit it's so alive and that well bro toxic. like
1: it, it's one of those things where I was talking to uh talk I talked about it in a former episode where trying to reach out and establish like connections and shit in the New Orleans community like everybody wants to talk about how no one's working together but then no one <coughs> actually starts working together on some shit, right? So mm-hmm. and that's the fucking, that's the same thing with that.
0: I find it very strange that oh fuck the human race is just fucked up because <laughs> it really is because we put these celebrities on these pedestals like they are these great people when at the end of the day they're still human fucking beings yeah, uh, and it's just like why are celebrities not allowed to make mistakes in, cer- in certain situations it's like now nah, you know that was some fucked up shit so I can understand cancel culture to that degree But it's kind of like... Cancel
1: rapists. Cancel abusers. And that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, okay, perfect example would be motherfucking Chris Brown and Rihanna.
2: I love Chris Brown, by the way. Okay, so let's... I fucking love Chris Brown. Right. Let's cancel
0: consistent
1: abusers. Great music. People who have not shown redemption. But
0: even... I mean, the whole point of me bringing them two up is because, like, I mean, of course, we know that it was definitely mutual energy given. They were fighting each other. Right. Mm -hmm. But I brought that up only because it's like we put these celebrities on a pedestal like they can't make a mistake. And it's like, son, do you know how many people are in relationships fighting right now while we talking, Mm -hmm. Putting their hands on each other while we talking. A lot of people that was judging Chris Brown, you and your baby daddy was having a slap boxing contest last week. And it's like because y'all saw Rihanna face. It was like, oh, my God. I could, Ronnie could, like, hit anybody and then not show. You know what I'm saying? I could hit somebody and then not show. But depending on the impact that landed, you know, the next day you're going to have a bruise. So, yes, Rihanna was fucked up after them pictures.
2: But you don't... You don't know what what part of a person you meeting, cause
0: Exactly. You,
2: the way y'all two interact is going to be completely different than the way you
0: exactly. I just don't understand why people just be like, people can't make mistakes no more. People are ready to cancel people. Like First, I said, if somebody do some dumb ass shit. I fully understand that. Some coon ass, dumb ass, cracker ass, yeah. nigger ass shit. I understand that. But when it gets to the point of like, we can't fuck with her no more. Like that B Simone shit. She is a young woman. She still got space and time to say dumb ass shit. What? some yeah. Simone, what? T- between the 25, 27 age g- gap, I guess? She young as fuck She still got time to say Some stupid ass shit Like why y'all like Oh no this bitch don't We gonna cancel her So the bitch the can't first... make money no more Like damn People
2: need to stop Putting these celebrities In situations Where we asking for their advice Or looking for them To be a, a savior to us they they're still human. Yeah like, like you I respect certain celebrities When they be like I'm not speaking on certain topics Why? Right. Because first of all Some some of them feel like They don't know enough And then some of them like Man don't try to make me No fucking Exactly. I'm not no leader. Like exactly. I don't look to Lil Wayne to be nothing but Lil <laughs> oh, right. Wayne. Like, dude, I've come to realize, dude really be in his own world. Yeah, like that's I. I don't look to Lil Wayne to be our like, savior. You think like, this man really I don't care what Lil Wayne got to say about racism. I don't care what Lil Wayne yeah. got to say about nothing but what he talk about, cause. Stop looking to these people to be something that they're not. That
0: man is a musician. He's just a popular musician. He still has a right to have an opinion, be a weirdo, be whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> he wants to be. Like, mm. just let people be. Same thing
1: uh, that shit happened happen with Drew Brees. You have to remember, you are a fan of how he throws a football, not uh You don't know that man personally? Exactly. That's not your
0: friend? Yeah, fuck like, it. Man. Oh my god, I can't believe Drew Brees. Hey, I can't
2: lie. That is a white man. Yeah, hey, dude lost me with that one. But I I will say that was the final straw because I already seen flaws in Drew Brees. And I he's he's this was the third, fourth time he was no. Exactly. Because that's my whole
0: thing. Drew Brees is a white man.
2: man. Yes, that's the point.
0: People are like, oh my god, I can't believe
2: that he's a white man yeah like bro he is a white man why do you think he understand your struggle
0: yeah (laughs) exactly
2: like i don't expect dude to do nothing but be white like his grandpa fought in the fucking war Bitch, my grandpa fought in the war too. Entirely like, different perspective. Yeah, time, right? and that's
0: why when I say my little saying that you don't like me saying, that is what I mean. It's, it's you it's can going just to say
1: ha- it in a different way, my that baby. That just
0: sums it all up. But I didn't say it, so you should I'm be proud, proud of, of
1: me. you. See, I am. Yes, Thank you.
0: You're welcome. We're learning. Mm-hmm. Podcast growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> growth. So that's what I be meaning. Like, why are you surprised when certain things happen? He, he's a he is a white man. He is a human. He is a Caucasian creature, like, why he's are you surprised? Just,
1: he's, an Ameri- he's an American who's benefited from that fake war right. narrative that America the brave, America the beautiful. We brave. need to
0: stop loving like celebrities. Like
1: the $5 Indians. Yeah, America, what's your favorite saying? America's a third world country with a Gucci belt on?
0: Yes, very much, very
1: much so. Anything you want to you wanna let the people know where they can find you, Dennis, before we get out of
2: here? Uh, my Instagram is at D33good underscore Barber. I'm a barber slash photographer slash, uh, I build guns on the side. Uh, part-time cowboy. I do a little bit of everything. So you know, if we could link, man, let's link. I'm all for group economics and supporting each other. But just have your credentials together, cause mine are. I'm all about everything being uh legal. Right. Capricorn. You know. <laughs> like, I'm, all for, the, I'm <laughs> all for the legal, man. Like, if we could link up and, and do business, then we will, you know?
1: I'm going to have to, uh, I said it, I joked about it one time when I was at the barbershop. I'm going to have to bring my laptop and one of my mics when I come and just put that bitch in Man, Ooh, definitely. Like the shop. Man, when I'm getting my hair come,
2: done. Good and good and, good. and yeah. I can, like, record it. Come in the barbershop and hang out with us. Like, we run the type of yeah, environment nice where your grandma could come. we
0: could meet people in their element. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah, grandma could come chill with us. Like, that's how, like, the conversation in there by us is strictly money and up, And it's very upbringing. respectful. Yeah. I like it's that. very respectful.
1: I
3: like
1: that. And I was fucking going, originally I was going to Dennis, and then once I decided to lock up, um, Mandela became a barber. Yep. And I, I was going to him for, like, fucking a year and a half before I realized that he was the older brother. <laughs> this nigga I was friends with in high school. Yeah. We used to wrestle. And I I didn't I feel no type of, of
2: way because locks was something that Mandela did and I didn't do locks. Like as long as you getting your hair cut by somebody in the same shop as me, I don't care. But like if you cheat on me and go to somebody else and if your you shit fucked up. Me. Yeah, like if your shit fucked up, I'ma laugh at you. You know, like you gotta take that. You you cheated.
1: I ain't gonna lie, at first, I, like, my original plan was like, okay, I'm gonna get my hair twisted and I'm gonna hop back and then it's just yeah, like, It just didn't make sense. Right, and then I was like fuck it, and then when I, when he you cut, cut my hair I was like, this shit. You a whole different
0: person, you got a whole new lifestyle on top of your head, and you just gonna bring that to that man front I mean, he was just gonna, like, you know, do my shit. and shit,
1: but then like, mm-hmm. when Mandela cut my hair, I was like, alright, this shit's fire. Like, so, I was, it's like I like, hey, about it, that, out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. it just worked out. But, I gonna have to uh, have Mandela on it too. Mandela's cool as fuck, and he during the pandemic and everything, Mandela I was Calling me and check on right. me checking
2: over me and shit. Man, I gotta come uh yeah, I hit up a lot of my clients too. I'm gonna have to bless you with a uh with a piece of artwork for in here. So now I see you got some artwork going on. I gotta show you the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Can you I, to get you. The kitchen? Nah, I, I got get the some kitchen. I got some dope shit. Oh, that's like,
0: me, I just run to
2: your kitchen. I don't think like I, I know once I get the space to where I'll be able to create create how I want to and like actually have a store like why an uh, actual place where I could set up shop and build my studio? Like I'm gonna be one of the best photographers because Your no, shit is beautiful. The, no photographer has that eye like me, and I I, I developed it like raw. Like everything was. I
0: feel like I am going to see the pictures of this man takes. The way he's talking though. about I, his I, I got, s- side I got some, some stuff. Especially
2: the princess shit he has. Like I got some stuff though. One of like, like the body And I'm not scared. I'm not scared to get to to where it take like me and my partner. We got this thing where the the more effort it took to get this photo, the better it's gonna be. Because you're not gonna go through all of this to get to this picture for that shit to be whack. Like, so, like, I'm willing to get to, like, sneak to the top of a building and, and we hanging off the oh, roof wow. to get the picture. Like, yes. I'm like that.
0: Okay. Fine. <laughs> you heard them. you heard anything. else
2: people? you got to say before we head out for it? Um, I
0: don't think so. I just really like my hair. I
1: feel cute. You are beautiful. Thank you. But oh, this uh, was
2: something creative I did a
1: while back. Oh, that shit's fine. Oh, Wow. As, it, always, yeah. right. As always, call to action. If you guys listen to Apple Podcasts, the one thing we do ask is leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review. Preferably five stars. But we value honesty above all else. Uh, you can contact me on Instagram. Monster in a tight shirt. Racy at Project
0: Fee
1: underscore. Uh, underscore Project Fee. I ain't shit. Underscore Project Fee. Uh, Twitter, I am Project Paragon. I'm underscore. Cute, follow me.
0: <laughs> um. you are what
1: are you on twitter
0: again racy underscore underscore
1: that's r-a-c-i underscore underscore okay fucking I work in customer service I was about to say sex phone operator uh, whoa that's not the customer service that I work in I told y'all yes the fuck you do I said that last week no not last week when Mario was here you're a sex phone operator be honest with the people you can also email us at projectparagonpodcast (laughs) at gmail.com But until next week, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Bye.